guys for being here. Who slept at all last night? Who did not sleep at all last night? All right. Who's excited for school tomorrow? And I just lost you all. All right. Um, so do I have any college-age leaders in here? Yeah? A few of you guys, a few of you guys. All right, hey, so first of all, uh, props to all of you who are in college for having to deal with any type of schoolwork and stuff while you are here, um, getting that all prepared. Before you come, give them a round of applause. <laughs> Great. Uh, so one time I was a leader um, at Laurelville when I was in college, and um, this is how... So. It's one thing when you're a camper and you're experiencing Lauraville because you have all, you're young, you have all this energy, right? Once you hit college age, you start slowing down sometimes because you are doing stuff all of the time. And on top of that, I don't know if you've noticed, those of you who have college age leaders, they like to go hard with you guys. They're in the midst of it all. And so one time I was a college leader, did Lauraville. It was awesome. It was wonderful. I get back to my dorm after I'm done. I fall asleep. Uh, it was almost like I went back to like a retirement facility because I think I fell asleep at like eight. Um, and then I wake up and it's 10 o'clock and in my dorm, so I, my bed was here, right in between my roommate's bed, there was a futon that my friend would come and he would frequently stay with us. And so I fall asleep, I wake up at 10 and my friend's sitting there and he's playing Xbox and I'm like, dude, how long have you been here for? He's like, oh, you know, I just came in for uh, probably the past half hour. So I was like, okay, cool. So you're staying the night? He goes, yeah. So sweet. Well, I'm going back to sleep. Fall back asleep. <laughs> this is how exhausted I was at Lauraville. I wake up the next morning. I look over, and I realize that my friend was just my luggage that I brought home. <laughs> and I somehow... <laughs> had a conversation with my luggage where not only I was talking, but the luggage was talking back to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> Laurelville can take a tool on leaders, but we love to come here and be with you guys and experience all of this. But I'm excited for sleep, and I hope some of you are also excited for sleep as well. Um, I know some of you will fall asleep on our bus, and I will scare the crap out of you if you do. Because we're not done until you're home. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. I'll probably fall asleep. Uh, <laughs> okay, so anyways, where have we been this weekend? We looked at creation. We looked at God's heart in the midst of that. Then we looked yesterday morning at the brokenness of the world. Then yesterday, uh, last night, we looked at the realities of our personal struggles, and then we looked at the redemptive power of Jesus and how he went into the grave to take care of our sins, but then he came out of the grave and showed us that he had power over everything that he experienced. He has power over everything that we go through and that we can hope in him. And then you guys went out and you had 20 minutes of silence. And so the 20 minutes of silence, you know, I hope and pray that it was a good experience for you. If it was one that you were just outside and you were just like freezing your butt off, <laughs> and couldn't think of anything else, that is also good. It's not good that you're freezing your butt off. Don't, don't hear that part. 
but the part that you actually took time, whether you realize it or not, to go out and just experience God's creation is something beautiful and something that I know I hardly have time. Well, I do have time, but I don't make the time to just do that. We're all in that boat where we struggle to do that. And so the, the fact that you had that opportunity for 20 minutes, most of us are on TikTok just scrolling through that for more than 20 minutes, just to be silent, just listen to creation, just to be out there. And if you experience God, that's awesome. If you didn't experience God, then just keep trying. Keep leaning in because Jesus wants you to experience him, and he wants you to experience the love and the hope that's there. And so we talked that stuff in Bible study. Um, you probably heard it from your leaders that as you go home, you know, this is going to be the thing that can happen is, is you go home and you can kind of get away from this, what's called a mountaintop experience. And that's fine. That's going to happen. You know, our life is full of ups and downs. But here's the thing that I challenge you guys. Even though you may not, like, have an experience like this every day, every weekend when you go home, that doesn't mean you shouldn't try. That doesn't mean you can't take 20 minutes once a week to just be silent, to put your phone down, to get away from people and just experience God. All the different things that we talked about uh, yesterday, the pain in the world, the brokenness in the world, you guys have the opportunity through Christ, through God's power in you to make a difference. Look at the people that you came with. You can partner with them and find ways to make an impact. The personal struggles and realities that we identified yesterday, you are not in it alone. You came with a group of people who are there to support you, who are there to love you and to go through life together with you. And this is a beautiful thing that we are leaving here together because you aren't going home alone. You're going home with the group that you came with, and you're going to see each other in school. You're going to see each other at youth group, and it's going to be awesome. And so there's a few more things that I just want us to look at real quick of, of things that are just examples of Jesus' life, of what we can do from here. Because sometimes coming to this thing, especially in the middle of the school year, is such a beautiful thing because it's a nice, exhausting break from everything else that we came from in our home. You know, we got away from school, we got away from our families, we got away from things back home, and we were kind of in our own little world up here. But what do we do when we go back to Pittsburgh? There's, there's something that Jesus kind of points out. Um, somebody comes up to him and asks him the question of, you know, what are the two most important things that we must follow? What are the two most important, or what are the, what are the most important things that we got to do? And he's kind of trying to ask him a, a trick question there, but Jesus flips it on his head and he goes, he says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All of the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So if you're wondering, as you're going home from this, what can you do? You can find ways to love God with every part of who you are. And then love other people with every part of who you are. And on top of that, one thing that we often miss with this verse is saying love the Lord, your, or love your neighbor as you love yourself. So we're supposed to love other people, but you're also supposed to find ways to love yourself, right? 
Because you have been created in the image of God. You have been blessed with so many different things. Even though it may not feel like it, you have been. And you have that ability to love yourself, to love God, and love others. That is one thing that we can do. And if you, even that, you don't understand how to do it, turn to your leaders. Your leaders can help you navigate through that confusing part of how do I love God? How do I show love to this person that I don't necessarily want to show love to? How do I love myself even in the times where I don't feel like I can? Your leader can walk you through that. Find people to support you. Find people to challenge you. Find people to go through that with you. And then know, too, that on top of the people that you're going home with, God is also with you. Romans 8 says this. It says, no, in all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing that we looked at this weekend, nothing that we see when we go home is big enough to separate us from God because he had that reckless love to come after us, and that can't stop it. And that is a beautiful thing that we can live into. That gives us so much hope as we go through because we know that if we make a mistake, that is not the end-all, be-all because Jesus is surrounding us with love. So when you're going back home, if you're going into great situations, if you're going into eh, all right situations, if you're going into situations where it just feels mundane, if you're going into situations where it feels terrible, God is with you in all of it. And none of that can separate you from his love. And finally, Jesus, um, after he conquered the grave and he walked this earth um, for a period of time, you know, it was time for him to leave earth again, and, and he kind of gave a little final push to all those people that were following him. And so in Matthew 28, Jesus says, um, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. So Jesus is telling you, telling us, when we hear these things like we have this weekend, when we experience things like this, go share it with people. Go share it with people who haven't experienced this. Share that hope. Share that love with people. And this part that I love at the end, Jesus says, and surely I am with you to the very end of the age. So if you combine that with what he said at the beginning, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him and that the fact that he is with you until the very end of the age, that means behind you, alongside of you in everything, you have a person who has all authority, all power. These things that seem daunting, these things that, that can seem scary are nothing compared to him. God is with you as you are going from here. So take that hope with you. Take that excitement with you. Take that joy with you as we are going to go back and spread the love to other people. You guys know people who need to experience this love. And maybe you even experienced this love for the first time this weekend. If that's the case, I encourage you to tell your group because they can help you grow in it. Because this is an exciting journey that we are on because we get to experience this love that cannot be broken. And we have the ability to share that with other people 
as God continues to redeem and restore his creation. So I just want to say thank you to you guys for being awesome this weekend, for engaging, for leaning in. I, I gave that challenge to you guys Friday night, and I think that you did that. You leaned in. I saw you guys going crazy in everything that you could do. I saw you guys going crazy with football. I saw you going crazy with the mud, leaning into the different things that the camp offered you. I heard stories from your leaders that you guys engaged in small group, that you guys engaged in different parts. Keep leaning in when you go home. But for right now, I just want you guys to give yourself a round of applause for taking that opportunity. <laughs> Keep finding opportunities to lean in. And here's the thing. Look at the group that you're with. Yeah? They are people who can give you opportunities to keep leaning in, whether it be through youth group, whether it be through church, whether it be through different programming, small groups, retreats. They have things available for you to keep leaning in. So stay checked in with them because they want to go through this journey with you. And that leads me to the next thing. I want you guys to turn to your leaders and just thank them profusely. They gave up their weekends to be here with you. Show them all the love that you can. Your leaders came here for you. Your leaders came here for the opportunity to build further relationships with you guys. Your leaders came here to invest in you guys and to help you understand what it means to follow after God. And they are awesome. So I hope that as you guys go home, you stay connected to your leaders. If they're ones who are a part of weekly programs, go to those programs, get to know them. If they're not, then get their number. Reach out to them if you ever have questions. If there's things that you want clarity on, if there's something you want prayer for, if there's just somebody that you want to talk to, reach out to them. Your leaders are there for you. And on top of all that, like we just said, remember that God is always there for you. There is that possibility for you to take that time to focus on him. Lean into God when you're home and know that he is always behind you. He's got your back. He loves you, and he wants you to experience that love. So we're going to pray, and then I'm going to welcome up some exciting people. Um, so God, we just thank you so much for this weekend. We thank you for the ability to come and worship you together. We thank you for the ability to come and build community together and experience just a little glimpse of maybe what it looked like whenever you created everything. I pray that we'll be able to go back into our normal lives and just know that we have you behind us and, and walk in that confidence of your conquering power and your redemptive love. And I pray that if anyone is still wrestling with that, that you would just give them the courage to, to find a leader, to find somebody to talk to and continue to wrestle with that.